Welcome to season two of Truth Through Transcendence podcast. This is your host, Erica Rose, and I am so excited to be here. I can't believe it's been nearly a year since I've stopped recording. Like, what the heck? I'm so excited, so honored for all of you that have been listening, all of you that have reached out in the DMs, all of you that have let me know that you have enjoyed season one. I pray and I hope and I trust that you will enjoy season two just as much, if not more, because my intention in this season is to just be true, to be honest, to be raw, to be vulnerable, to share with you my experiences throughout this year, throughout the past few years on my journey to transcendence, on my journey to my higher self, to my highest path, on my healing journey, whatever you want to call it. I am so honored for this platform. I am so, so, so grateful for those of you that are listening. I am so excited for those of you new to the podcast that are listening. And I'm pinging all the souls that feel called into this work to learn more about themselves and how to transmute and alchemize into their highest timeline and highest potential to listen and to be called and welcomed into this podcast, into this season, and just wrapping this whole episode, this whole journey through season two, however many episodes there may be. I just got a big number 33, so maybe we'll record till episode 33. Wrapping it all in light and love and just protecting this space and asking God, Source, Universe, Divine, Archangel Michael to allow me to be a vessel for divine wisdom, for higher truths. And so it is. All right, so I wanted to kick off season two just by sharing a little bit about who I am, what's going on. (laughs) I am Erica Rose. I am an intuitive coach and a channel for divine wisdom, higher truths, and healing. I am here to support you in moving fear and stagnant energy that has been causing you both physical, emotional, and spiritual pain. My mission is to support you in coming back into alignment with love and your highest path, to trust yourself fully and your decisions, to empower you in stepping into confidence and freedom through a process of unbecoming your past and liberating yourself forward into the future, to support you in unpacking and letting go of old patterns and choices with love, along with being a clear channel for divine messages, I am here to lift you up and hold a safe, sacred space for your healing. I believe that through conscious choice, and the power of intention, together we can rewrite your story, find purpose in your pain, and release any lingering worry, doubt, overthinking anxiety, or fear that holds you back from the embodiment of the true, authentic, highest possible version of you. So, some of you may say, all right, all right, I see it, I like it. How have you got to this process? How have you stepped on this journey? Where are you from? What planet are you from? (laughs) And so a little bit more on kind of what I think, what I believe is I believe that there are two types of energy on this planet, both light and dark. I believe that the light holds and vibrates on that high frequency of love, compassion, humility, and grace, while the darkness operates at a lower negative frequency that is fueled by scarcity, fear, and ego. The fear paradigm. You'll hear me refer to it. 
I know that my soul's purpose and calling is to help others walk through their darkness and in turn find their inner light. I hold codes that unlock our inner freedom just as our darkness holds the key to finding our light. My entire life, I've always thought of my sensitivity as a weakness. A people pleaser, nervous norma, no backbone, a doormat were all things I've been called and considered myself in life. Through high school, college, and post-grad, I found myself in toxic codependent relationships. I was always feeling the need of approval, fear of disappointing others, the need to be liked, striving to make the dean's list, a committed cheerleader through college, I found myself comparing. Comparison is a bitch, (laughs) y'all. But the good thing about comparison is that when we compare ourselves to others, we actually are giving our power away. So when we know and choose and decide that we no longer want to give our power to the comparison, to the feeling of scarcity, lack, jealousy, which says they have something I can't, we take our power back and we can rewrite the narrative that we compare ourselves. Side tangent, we'll do a whole episode on comparison. But yeah, I found myself comparing. Comparing my grades to my friends, my skills to teammates, my body to other women. I constantly felt insecure and then further judged myself for my lack of self-confidence. I felt that I had to prove myself to my coach, to my boyfriend, my parents, just in order to be seen, accepted, and loved. It wasn't until... 25, that I took a good look in the mirror and I became aware of all of this self-sabotage that I was engaging in. I was caught in the go-around of anxiety and the need of external validation for approval. Does this sound like you? Needing others' approval to feel loved? I always felt like there was more. You know, that feeling of lack? Like you're chasing something bigger because you know it exists, but you can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Knowing that you're settling but feeling bad because it's like, oh, it's not that bad. It could be worse. I should be grateful. I began to realize the patterns of attracting partners that kept control on me through the power of guilt and shame. I found myself in turn denying my own internal reality. I carried around so much guilt, so much shame. Thankfully, through inner child work, I've learned where my need for external approval comes from. I've learned that I can rewire and rewrite my inner dialogue and my story. That I can be me and that I as me am enough. I've gotten to know myself so well on all levels, mind, body, and soul. Looking back, I can see where I took the turn of denying my worth and in turn denying my gifts. Where I kept my truth quiet in fear of hurting others' feelings. How many of us do this? Where you don't want to speak your truth because you're so terrified that you'll hurt someone's feelings, or that it's not worth it, and that it's better to avoid the conflict than to ruffle the feathers. I'd always find myself putting out fires and letting things go to simply avoid conflict, tension, and anxiety. Through healing, I've learned that my firefighting tendencies were just a trauma response to avoiding conflict. I now understand that when my body and nervous system felt that trigger of, oh shit, this overwhelming feeling of anxiety, guilt, and shame is going to happen, I shut down. I stayed small. I didn't speak my truth, share my needs, wants, nor desires. Not only because deep down I didn't feel worthy of doing so, but I was scared. Scared of how others would react. 
scared of being called crazy, and left there to internalize it and suffer. Along with carrying the heaviness of guilt and shame, I was anxious about life in general. I grew up overwhelmed by feelings. I could feel other emotions. Since a young age, I've had a higher perspective and understanding in many situations. It's like I could feel others' pain, understand who in the room was suffering from grief or loss, and I was drawn to those who needed to hear certain messages of hope. Reflecting back, I can remember in high school I was so drawn to certain people, both classmates and teachers. I think I had a staring problem. For real, though, I would get called out, and I would be called Nosy. I think it was, I believe that's what my nickname was, Nosy Rosie when I was young because I would always be so nosy. But it wasn't me being nosy. It was me knowing that there was something wrong or something was off or someone needed something. And I, I was like this vessel, this beautiful little vessel that didn't know it, that had these truths and these prayers and these words that wanted to move through me to these people. But I didn't know what that was. I literally thought I was crazy. And so... I never knew why. It was all so confusing. I found myself at doctor's appointments, being diagnosed with chronic migraines, anxiety, and hypersensitivity. I can remember when I was 15, I went to my pediatrician and told her I thought I was schizophrenic. She laughed at me and said, crazy people don't know they're crazy, honey. I left feeling so defeated. Why was it that I had a clear knowing of things? Why could I feel things so intensely? Why couldn't I walk into a store without crippling anxiety? Fluorescent lights triggered my anxiety when I walked through Target or the mall. I must see my optometrist, I'd say. Again, always coming back healthy and normal, leaving me feeling crazy. By the way, I cannot see for shit. I've got got negative 5.5 on the left and negative 4.4 on the right. Where are my contact peeps at? It wasn't until I followed 500-plus self-love accounts, bought all the self-help books, the podcasts, you name it, I was doing it, that I began to understand all these sensitivities. I started to understand the concept of an empath, intuition, and my spiritual gifts. Everything I once felt didn't feel so crazy anymore. I realized that I have a unique gift of mediumship, which I still don't land. I don't love that word because of all the false prophets and all of the negative connotation that's tied to it, but I would say a vessel of divine, of divinity, a vessel of divine messages, wisdom and higher truths, a strong intuition and ability to channel messages between the heavens and the earth. I denied this gift for so long out of fear and because my partners made me feel crazy. Toxic relationships, toxic cycles. We'll do another episode on that. Oh, man, that cycle that I was engaging in, it takes two to tango. That made me feel crazy and in turn made me deny these gifts. I can say, though, that today I am so grateful for the guilt and shame I once carried around. I am proud of my old people-pleasing tendencies as they were all part of this story, my story. The narcissistic partners, a.k.a. the wounded men, and not all narcissists and wounded partners are men women can be too the narcissistic partners let's say the wounded partners were a blessing because i am able to look back and thank them for giving me this opportunity to reclaim my worth and come back home to myself 
I was divinely guided through synchronicities. Although I don't love the word synchronicities. I would say divine appointments to many different healers and mentors. I can sit here today and say that I no longer suffer from the anxieties of life that I used to. I operate at a higher frequency. And I'm going to do an episode on this too because I think that we go through cycles, right? So sometimes sometimes I still will have moments. I will have days. And there are things in my energetic field that throw off my frequency that if I continue to choose, I will go backwards. And I will go into old patterns and old ways and old coping mechanisms. And so I think it's important to acknowledge that and to share that story. So I will. However, I do operate at a higher frequency because I look at things now and I say, in my past, I used to versus, oh, yeah, I'm such a people pleaser. It's important that we pay attention to the language and the narratives, right? So it's like, in my past, I was versus I am now. I know that I am worthy simply as I am. I love myself and my body. Although healing is an ongoing journey, I am able to now protect my energy, have healthy boundaries, communicate my needs, and understand my triggers. Through the time and investments I have made in myself throughout my healing, I have come to the realization that I am here to help others with similar struggles. Hence why we're here. (laughs) As I do this work, because I am so open, always wrapping it with light, there is a chance that a loved one could pop in for quick hello from heaven. I work mostly with my guides, God, source, divine. I say God. Um, My guides, my angels, my masters, Jesus. To connect with your spirit squad and in turn intuitively guide all of my sessions, all of my work, all of my channeling, all of this podcast. And so it is. So that's a little bit about me and why I am here. And there's multiple ways to work with me. There's more to learn through this podcast. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I will be sharing more on future episodes, in-depth conversations around comparison, around anxiety, around stepping out of the fear paradigm, around manifesting, co-creating, stepping into your soul's purpose and mission. I will also be sharing ways to work with me, like my five-month group coaching program. It starts September 19th, and we will heal, transform, and expand throughout the five months. It's five months to liberation. It's an intuitive transformational group program. This virtual program is designed to be an immersive experience for you and all of your soul sisters to unpack what's been standing in the way of you truly owning your feminine, truly owning your confidence, and stepping into what it is that you know you were brought here to be. I also offer one-on-one intuitive readings, one-on-one private coaching packages, and one-off sessions if you feel you need the support. Please reach out. Let me know. You can reach me at Erica Rose Rollins on Instagram, or you can send me an email at hi at ericarose.love, or visit my website at www.ericarose.love. And don't forget, you spell my name with a K. All right, sending you guys so much love, so much light. Looking forward to this season, all that it has to bring. And I hope that you have a magical week whenever you listen to this episode. Just inviting you to set the intention that you are open, ready, and available to receive all that is well, all that is good for you and that of your highest good. And so it is.